Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast, it's presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. I'm trying to, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to try to run over to my kid's school and have lunch with them and see how that goes. I don't know what it's going to be like being in a, a, a elementary lunchroom. I'm a little scared. I got to be honest, a little scared. So we'll, I'll let you know next week how that goes. Anyway, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> the show is called DA, the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Sean Morash, I, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but anyway, they're goofing around. They're talking about the Philly Fanatic doing something crazy. Uh, talking about taking a dump on somebody's chest. It's ridiculous. It's funny, but ridiculous. But anyway, next thing you know, this happens. Arrested it offhandedly like that's what the fanatic does. You know, he shoots hot dogs into the stands, takes dumps on your chest. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> oh, you broke Pete and the call back. <laughs> I so, just sweat my pants. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> A lot of paper towels. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even know. A, I can't even look at you guys in the eye right now. I, I feel bad for anyone in that hallway. Mraz is looking down like a dog that yeah. went on the kitchen. I don't know what Should we I hold just, your face in it. I let, I don't know. Might laugh too hard up and friction down, and luckily it wasn't you know mega poundage. <laughs> so just a, a little wet. <laughs> Now, before you like, honestly i know you guys think i can live i'm ashamed right now like i really i was kind of hoping i came back and you guys are midway through the update no, oh, no the show's no. over no, no. i mean i'll show pete how wet the back of my cheeks oh. are you can see it pete you, oh, it's no. visible oh no oh no oh. Yeah, he pooped his pants. He sharded. Uh, you like he said, it wasn't major dumpage. It was a. It was a. Uh, I tried to fart, and a little shit came out. <laughs> like along came Polly. But that is the ultimate compliment of anybody that is telling jokes is that somebody uh, soils themselves in some fashion. Whether it's pee, it's usually pee. Let's be honest. The fact that he crapped himself—that's pretty impressive. But. That's a that's a great compliment to the comedy of that show is that if he does that, what are the people listening? They're probably on that same level, probably not a bunch of people shitting their pants wherever this, this broadcast, but it's great. I don't know how many times I would get text messages from listeners when they're like, dude, that made me laugh. I am one. I almost veered off the road or two. I had to pull over because I was laughing so hard. I didn't want to get in a crash 
or three, I peed myself or almost peed myself. Or then I'd get people saying, I just spit my coffee or soda all over my computer. Now I'm in trouble, but it's totally worth it because you made me laugh. So those moments are great. And anybody that is in the joke telling business or trying to make people entertained through humor, that's that's an ultimate compliment. So those guys on that show, the DA show, congratulations. You guys apparently are fucking hilarious because you made one of your own shit his pants. That's awesome. That's great. That's fan- fantastic. But it's funny because I was that whole clip is actually over two minutes long, and they're just talking about this nonstop. They're talking about this ongoing joke of the Philly fanatic taking craps on things, which it's kind of a gross concept. But when you're when you're in the middle of that 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 just childish humor, you can't help but laugh. And then then it hit its peak. <laughs> And then he peeked in his pants. So kudos to them because that's hilarious. Great job. The world population is expected to surpass 8 billion people any day now. In related news, Nick Cannon is expected to have his 12th child. Coincidence? I think not. Oh, my God. Nick Cannon, holster your pistol, please. What in the hell are you doing? Your 12th child? Is he a leader of a cult? Do we know that? I, I'm i not making accusations and just making conversation with you. Is he a polygamist or something like that? I don't judge people for that. I don't give a shit if you do that. Kudos to you for being able to, one, do it financially and And two, just like the whole stress of multiple relationships. I don't know how you do that. I don't. So if you can do it, whatever. Are you hurting anybody? No. As long as everybody's happy, who gives a shit? But that being said, what the fuck? 12 kids? Jesus, Christmas would be awful. Like I would go into hiding. (laughs) One, like the daily routine, the daily cost of having a child is expensive and chaotic. But around the holidays, holy shit. Holy shit. Do they all secretly live on the same compound? Do they refer to home as the compound? Because that would be a big clue to, to what's actually going on. I don't judge them. I, I'm goofing around, but I oh, honestly, I don't care. It is bizarre. I think the more troubling point to what I just discussed is the fact that we're about to surpass 8 billion people on this planet. That's a problem. And we've talked about it plenty of times. The resources are going to run out, guys. We can only handle so much. We can only handle so much here on the planet. We're starting to run out. We've been starting to run out of fresh water for for a long time now. We're going to start running out of food. We can't keep this up because in 20 years from now, it's going to be even worse, worse. I know we're freaking out about oil and and should we switch to electronic uh, electric cars and all that shit. We have a whole mess of problems around us that we haven't really officially begun as a collective to, to discuss. Eight billion people is ridiculous and it's going to continue to grow. It's it's scary to think about. 
just like jump ahead 20 years. Like I said, what the fuck can we expect this planet to be like? I imagine we're going to have like a sh severe shortages of certain foods are going to be gone. Bananas, no more. They're gone. Uh, you know, potatoes. Yeah, they can't grow for whatever fucking reason. You know, we're, it's something going to be it's going to be crazy shit like that. We're going to be like, well, there's only water in this air. We already have water issues. Water issues are all around us. Are we listening to the water issues like when when people are talking about them? Probably not. A lot of us aren't. And I don't want to go deep into that shit, but man, 8 billion people and Nick Cannon can't holster his pistol. <laughs> He's just adding to the problem. Man. <laughs> the fuck? Nick, when they say we need to repopulate the earth, you have to wait for the disaster to occur, right? You can't you can't start doing it now. Besides, that's can't that's gonna be end up like inbreeding and shit. My God, <laughs> Nick Cannon, the fuck, twelve kids. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about that. But I was like, fuck, man. Ah, uh, Nick, good looking guy though. I, I get it. <laughs> I get. Listen, I get it. Okay. Uh, so stupid. Anyway, you got more headlines coming your way. But first, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. And you know what? There's pretty good chances that's going to happen. So root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. You know, if there wasn't any video evidence of this next story, I, I think the majority of us wouldn't really believe it, and especially because it revolves around fishing. So there, this boat is in New Zealand. There's like a group of people on there getting like a fishing tour. And then they they got a, uh, a shark on the line. They're trying to reel it in, and it's really fucking fighting them. And it's a mako shark. By the way, mako sharks can, they're, they can, I want to say they can swim up to like 46 miles per hour. They're a fast shark, which really makes me never want to go back into the, into the shark's world that is the ocean, because how the fuck me swimming at one mile per hour Am, am I going to get away from, like, any shark, let alone a mako shark? Jesus. Anyway, next thing they know, they're they're trying to pull it in. Next thing they know, boom, this 300-some-pound mako shark just jumps onto the front of the fishing boat and just starts flailing around like a, well, like a fish. <laughs> Flopping around, right? That's how they sound. There's a fish on the on the front. How do you know? Because I can hear it. It's going. Anyway, uh, it's like eight to nine feet long, and it just jumped on top of the boat, and it's just sitting there for like two minutes, flailing around. And they're like, the, the captain, everybody's like, we can't go in over there to try to help it or help the situation because those things are highly aggressive, especially when they're out of the water. So you don't want to fuck with it unless you're in a position of 
of power where you can handle it. But obviously they weren't. So they just sit there and they're just like, we're just going to have to wait this shit out unless we figure something out. About two minutes later, it eventually works its way back into the ocean. Nobody would believe it if there wasn't a video of it. And I'm watching the video and it's like, holy shit, that's scary as fuck. And the captain actually said, he's like, I told the group of people to to be careful and get into a place that was a little bit more protected in case it, it did kind of fly over the boat or fly onto the boat because sometimes I guess that happens. And then sure enough, it fucking did. But the where it landed and how big it was was a little shocking to everyone. But it's a really cool thing to see. Uh, it would freak the fuck out of me. And it does freak the fuck out of me because I, I sharks just uh, sharks are like snakes to me. I just I don't want to fuck with them. Yeah, I, it's great they exist, and I know they have a purpose, but I don't want to fuck with sharks. Don't want to fuck with snakes, because you know why? They can kill me so easily, and I don't like that. I don't like it. Don't like anything. They are the serial killers of the sea. <laughs> hey, you know, the other day we talked about Jeff Saturday and how he is the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts and how that could possibly open up doors for Peyton Manning to be a head coach of the Denver Broncos. By the way, I don't think Peyton has any interest in doing that. Why would he? Why would he do that? He is in such a beautiful position in life. He doesn't have to dedicate his his work life to just one thing he's he's doing so many things whether it's commercials he's doing monday night football with his brother just doing shit that is just fun and not as stressful as running a team so i don't think peyton manning i'm putting words in his mouth i don't think he has any interest in being a head coach i don't because that's a lot of fucking work it's the same thing I said with Mark Schlereth. Yeah, he could do it. I just don't think he wants to do it. But I don't know. I mean, you'd, I guess you just don't know if the op- right opportunity comes about and you're like, dude, that's that's the team I like, I believe in, and they're allowing me to bring in the people I I work well with, and it's like a good situation. Yeah, maybe either one of those guys. I said, I I could see that with Schlereth. You know, he loves football so much. And Peyton Manning, though, I just, I don't think Peyton would do it. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that being said, I wanted to play this audio of Jeff Saturday addressing the media just the other day. And it's something that just will fire you up. So whether you like football or not, I think you should listen to this. Here's the deal. Everybody talks about my, I'm completely comfortable in who I am as a man, bro. I know I can lead men. I know I know the game of football and I'm passionate about it. I have no fear about, are you as qualified as somebody else, bro? I spent 14 years in a locker room. I went to playoffs 12 times. I had, I got five dudes in the hall of fame that play with it. You don't think I've seen greatness. You don't think I've seen how people prepare, how they coach, how they GM, how they work. I mean, one super bowl has been to two, like 
here's the deal, man. None of us are promised a good job. I may be terrible at this. And after eight games, I'll say, God bless you. I am no good. I may be really good at it. I got no idea, but I dang sure ain't going to back down. I can tell you that. There you go. Yeah. And that's the thing. He's not going to back down. And, and I think that's why when I say, said this a couple episodes ago, when this news came out is there's a chance that he could do very well. And if he does, this is going to open up the doors for other players. And who, who are they going to be? I don't know. I don't know because you know, 10 days ago, would I ever, ever have guessed that Jeff Saturday was all of a sudden going to be thrown into a head coaching position? I say thrown in, but, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of talking that goes into that prior, but the optics are he got thrown into it. But I would never have guessed it. So who else is in, you know, in waiting? Because if he does well, well, it doesn't have to be great, like I said before. He does well. You just don't know what's going to happen to the coaching landscape. Because, like he said, Jeff Saturday said, he was a player for 14 years, went to the playoffs, what did he say, 12 times. He has like five people around him that were that went to the Hall of Fame. He knows how shit works and how to, to organize and prepare. And he... he has a plate of greatness in front of him. He just has to go back and go, yeah, this is how we did it. This is what worked. This is what didn't. I, this may, may be a, a, a shocker to everybody, as in his performance. A lot of people are like, ah, no, it's not going to be good. I mean, look at the Colts. Dude, <laughs> this might be... One of the craziest things to ever happen in the NFL as far as coaching goes. And it, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, may walk away a genius. A genius for this. And good for them. And then you're going to see, instead of the guys, you're going to see a lot of guys go from, instead of going into the booth, and doing that gig, you might see a lot of guys going, maybe I'll be a head coach. Maybe I'll be a head coach. I was on a successful team for so long, and this is what's going to happen. I don't know. It's very interesting. I'm very excited about this. And the Broncos are back on, on you know, playing again. They just got off their bye week, so I'm excited to see that. I'll give you a pregame huddle as the Broncos take on the Titans I'm worried about Derrick Henry. Holy shit, that motherfucker. <laughs> that dude is legit, and he is scary. Can't uh, I can wait for that. But the Broncos' defense is good, but they haven't come up against anybody like Derrick Henry. So that's what's scary is uh, they could get throttled. The defense could have an exposed weakness, and that could be the run game. I think everybody that plays Derrick Henry has a dis <laughs> uh, a weakness exposed in the run game because who the fuck is able to handle that guy? Nobody, nobody. Here I have a, some stats on him real quick that are just uh, who was it? James Palmer tweeted out Derrick Henry this season carries. 
he's ranked first with 183 rush yards. He's ranked first, 870 rushing touchdowns. He's ranked second with nine yards after contact. He is ranked first with 740. The dude is a beast and he is a force to be reckoned with. And that's, that's very scary. If you're able to contain him, then you got a chance, assuming that Russell Wilson can get the offense humming. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting game, but it could get out of hand very quickly if Derrick Henry has his way. So watch out for that. It's going to be an exciting game. Can't wait to watch some uh, Bronco football again. I, I would really like to see the Broncos pull their heads out of their ass and start winning as far as the offense goes. So. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, there you go. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Really appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, Blake Street Tavern at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Always a great place to get a meal and just great atmosphere there as well. And thanks so much to Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's to Huff Uncensored. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. Hopefully you laugh today. Have a good day. I'll talk to you next time.